Hey there, this is Stacey Catmull with Powerful Mortgage Women and Shred Media. And today I am crushing, remember, because it's Women Crush Wednesday. Today I am crushing on Lisa Lund. Uh, Lisa's a loan officer out in Arizona. Not only is she a great loan officer, but she owns an amazing brokerage. And I'm really excited to talk to Lisa today to learn some of her tips and to have her share her story with you. So, Lisa, yeah, Lisa, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself? Tell us how you got into the industry. Um, I am Lisa Lund. I'm here in Arizona. I um, have my brokerage here in Arizona. And I like to tease and tell everyone that I feel like I was born into this industry. Um, my father started in the industry in 81. And uh, I went to work with him on Take Your Daughter to Work Day. Back in the 80s, it was a big promotion. And I think I was the only eight-year-old who asked for an eight-key or a 10-key calculator and a typewriter that year to play bank. You um, were you were made for this. <laughs> yes. So um, you know, just being uh seeing my dad work in the industry, I was always interested in it. And um every opportunity that I got, even in high school, I was helping out, you know, whether he was having a state audit or something, I was always asking, what can I do? I was very interested in the business um itself. And when um, I was able to start working, I started as a receptionist and um, I've really worked in every position um, in this industry. And I'm very thankful for that because I've gotten to learn how important each position is in a company and that person's role and why they are so important. That's awesome. How old were you when you started as a receptionist? Um, I was actually summers. I was 16, but I went full time when I uh, graduated high school at 19. That's so awesome. I think, like, I think that's like every parent's dream, right? To build something that they can pass on to their kids and then to have their kids actually be interested in what it is that they're doing. I think that that's, that's really cool. So after a receptionist, um, did you move into processing or how did you become a loan officer? And then how kind of did the transition work from it, it going to be the company that you were running? Um, so basically I started, you know, I would finish my duties and I would ask the processors, what can I do? So I became like a junior processor, kind of learning the flow of things. And then I was always that person that never, if I finished something, I was always looking for more and I was ready to learn whatever they would throw at me or trust me with. Um, then I did processing and then I managed our whole processing team. And then um, I got interested in the originating part because I feel like as a processor, you talk to the clients so much, you get to know them personally, and you're working with them throughout the process that originating just kind of came easy after that. I mean, after the process, you're used to talking to the clients. It's not like, you know, um, it's much harder to start originating because you already know everything. You already know what to prepare them for in the process. So originating naturally came after that. Um, and then I just uh, started implementing different things and kind of taking over all the other originators and coming up with ideas. And my dad just let me run with it. And I ended up opening my own company in June of 09. Well, that's awesome. Hey, Josh, I'm getting some, I hear some background noise. Do you hear background noise? No? Okay. I hear it as well. I hear it as well. It's like men mumbling. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. 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 If you hear men mumbling, I'm really, I'm really sorry. <laughs> we'll try to talk really loud. Yes, yes. They're trying to break in on us over here. I know. Seriously, there's like something going on. They're trying to crush our women's crush. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So awesome. So tell me now a little bit about like the structure of your company. How is it structured? And I think you guys have a really unique way of bringing in business. So I want to. 
I want you to kind of touch on that too. Yeah. So um, what I love um, is we're kind of different. I don't um, have a bunch of loan officers. We're more built like a team and we're very consumer direct. So we've been on the radio here in the Valley. We do radio. And um, actually, I just had someone in my office ask inquiring from another state who flew in and we were able to meet on radio today. And I said, one of the most important things that I've learned is I don't do like radio commercials just like record a commercial, I do what's called a live read or it's a personal endorsement. Oh. And I found that that really works for us. So it is like the talent. So we are on a sports radio talk, local sports. Yeah. And he'll be talking about sports and then he'll go right into and call my friends over at the One Mortgage Team. If you need a mortgage, you know, they've been local here in the Valley, family owned. I went to them for my mortgage. I sent my daughter to them. So it's actually yeah. the talent who has the following, who's yeah. actually giving us the it's a, it's a referral basically. And so people that respect them and listen to them are going to listen to who he's recommending them to go to for a mortgage. So we have found that within radio itself, having these live endorsements um, with the talent and actually doing their loans, all, all the people that we advertise with, we've done their loans, their family's loans. So they've experienced it. So they're speaking, you know, on behalf of us, so they're basically referring us to everyone out there. Okay. So, um, so with that, kind of instead of having a bunch of outside LOs, I have um, internal people that basically, um, I have two guys that answer the phones or take the online apps. Um, I have a, um, a setup girl basically. So they kind of bring in the deals, make sure it's done. I have a setup girl who's like our client concierge. So when we get in a purchase contract, she's calling the client um, saying, hey, we're ordering title fees for you. Congratulations. Your loan officer is gonna give you a call in a few days, but here's what to expect. Okay. She's, calling the, she's calling the realtor, um, you know, giving them a, a loan status update, saying when they're going to get them, telling them that we're excited to work with them. Um, she does all of our LEs and setup and making sure that the files have the income and everything in there before it goes to processing. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. And so it, it's made it really great. So we have her and then we have two processors here that are rock stars. They're amazing. And they uh, basically take the file till the end and um, so we all kind of work as a team. It's not just individual um, yeah. officers out there. We're all working together. So if one person is out or the other one, our clients always have someone to talk to. Okay. That's really, yeah, that's a very different setup because most people like would automatically think I have all of these leads. I'm going to bring on a whole bunch of loan officers, but yes. I really, I really like the idea. I mean, I feel like that would give you a lot more control over the leads and the process and the way things are going and making sure the right people are talking to that's really brilliant the way that it's set up that way. And I also really appreciated you saying, um, like talking about the local endorsements. I can really see how that would be better than an ad because I I know like, I mean, there are radio shows that I listen to, but as soon as an ad comes on, I'm just like changing the station, right? Trying yeah. to find something different. But if you have that person who right, you know, goes right into your referral or, or your little endorsement, then you keep listening. I think, but thank you for sharing that because I'm sure there are people out there who are wondering, you know, how you do that and what your strategy is. And that's a very, that's a very simple strategy. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I would love to share. If anyone ever has questions, feel free to reach out to me. I've been doing it for a very long time. I can even share some of, you know, what, you know, we're sending articles to them constantly talking about the market. Um, so 
because it's live, he just reads the article or we'll talk about something that I feel like I want him to really move on. Um, one of the things that we really talk about here in the Valley is how important it is to call us first um, before you call a realtor because you need to get pre-approved. How much house can you afford? Um, right. So it's really been a big push and it's, and it's worked out great for us. Um, and, and with doing this, you you really become friends with everyone at the radio station and do all of their loans as well. So it, it's been a great thing for us. Have you guys, have you always built your, like, did that start with your dad? Did he start doing that? Or is that something that you have recently done? Um, he started it. He started with one station. Um, and now I have us on up to five stations. Oh, so wow. I've really grown that. Yeah. And the thing I love about it is, um, even people that dislike the talent. So say they listen to the sports show and our sports guy, he's from New York. So, you know, he's kind of loud and crazy a little bit yeah. um, and it's all local, like I said, but he'll start talking about stuff. So we'll get people that call us and say, I can't stand the guy, but he told me to use you. He told me personally that I have to use you. So, so I did. <laughs> whether they like the personality on the radio or not, we get the calls. So. Okay. That's yeah. funny. That's awesome. I love that. Okay. So let's shift gears here just a little bit, because I think as women, like I want an opportunity for the women to like really just kind of get to know you and, and what's important to you. So when, when I ask you like, you know, why is it that you are in the mortgage industry? I mean, what is, what is like your deep why? What is your, your burning desire to accomplish, not just in the industry, but like in your, in your life and how does mortgages help you get there? Um, I've always said that mortgage for me, I mean, it doesn't matter your age, doesn't matter your sex. It doesn't matter. I mean, you can be 19, you can be 60, you can be a woman, you can be a male. The sky is the limit. As hard as you want to work, you can work as hard and it pays off. It's up to you. You make your own page basically in the right. industry and, and there's no one telling you that you can't. And I really love that. And, and I have four kids also. Um, so it's How old are your kids, Lisa. Um, they're four, seven, nine, and then I have a 21 year old. So. Oh my gosh. So you're right. I mean, you're right. When you say you have kids, like you're right in the thick of it. I am. I am. And, uh, you know, this business is so great because it allows me to be able to go on field trips. Um, it allows me to be there for the important things in my kid's life. And, but I can also, you know, work at nine o'clock at night or four in the morning if I want to. Mm -hmm. So it really allows me to build my life how I want to. Um, and I don't have to work the hours that someone tells me to. Right. Because you have some flexibility. Do you find yeah. yourself working more than eight hours a day very often? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm always working. My husband makes a joke all the time. He's like, Lisa, you're the only one who can go get her teeth cleaned at the dentist and come back with a loan. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand how you do it. <laughs> you're like, well. <laughs> I feel like the reason why I say I'm always working is because I'm always promoting um, our brand, talking about what we do. You know, I had a birthday party for my nine-year-old this weekend and we went rode horses she loves horses so we went horseback riding one of the moms was there and we were just talking about stuff well she happens to be a big realtor and i just met her yeah and so um we now have built a relationship just you know riding horses with our kids so i always feel that i'm always working because i'm passionate it's not just a job for me like i really love what i do that's awesome. Okay, I'm going out on a little bit of a limb here because I think it was you that told me this, but it might not have okay, been. Yeah. No <laughs> do, do you do you do some sort of a realtor tour? Is that you? Um, no. No. I, I, I think I think um Skyler actually from Maine. 
Okay, is it Skylar that does it? I was, well, when we were at UWM, there was somebody there who had like a big bus and they loaded realtors in the bus. And anyway, okay. Yeah, that's so, Skylar. Shout out to her. I got to meet her when I visited the AIM headquarters. And oh, yeah. She's great. She's great. She. We interviewed her a few weeks ago. She's so awesome. Yes. So um, one of the things that I like to do um, that has been very successful for me is first time homebuyer classes. Oh, tell me more about those. Yeah, I keep them really small and intimate. So like, you know, when people like to do classes, they do them big and usually we'll do them. Um, I'll have like a realtor host it at their home or my home. I've done it in my office. Oh, yeah. um, and it's usually about, you know, six couples or um, sometimes three couples, three individuals. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I put together this packet and I only talk for about 15, 20 minutes. And then I let them ask questions and be interactive. And you would be surprised about how many questions they ask, how many take notes. And um, they have been so successful. Literally, I'll just put some snacks out, have a few, you know, beverages there. And um, I started out telling them, you know, a little bit about the business and why I got into it. And then we talk about things like credit. You know, why is it important for a mortgage person to pull your credit? Even if you don't think you have good credit, then why to try and go correct it on yourself? Mm -hmm. I talked to them about there's things that we see that you may think you need to pay off all this stuff where I'm not going to tell you to touch any of that. So yeah. it's very important on credit to, you know, have a, if you're thinking about buying a home, you know, consult with a mortgage person, get your credit pulled by them, review it um, with them because they, you may think that you have to pay off all this stuff and you actually don't. Um, or there's different tricks that we can give you to help you get your credit score up. Um, we talk about what goes into a mortgage payment. You know, people have mortgage calculators on their websites, but no one talks about PITI or yeah, mortgage insurance and what goes into your payment and what payment you're comfortable at. Um, we talk about, you know, the importance of getting pre-qualified and the do's and the don'ts, you know, don't quit your job. Um, don't go get new credit, you know? So we talk about a lot of that stuff and then I literally open it up to them and allow them to ask questions. And literally I've had a hundred percent success at all of them I've done. Isn't that so, cool? So how do you, so I just, I started doing homebuyer seminars last year. And the thing that's cool about it is that almost, I mean, almost every seminar I get a deal from. There's somebody yes. who doesn't realize they're ready and they are. And then, and then you just keep in touch with the people. Like I've generated a ton of business from it. Um, and nobody from my home buyer seminar ever shops me. They don't ever go with anybody else. Like you build that relationship. And the other thing I think is cool is that then when I'm actually in the transaction with them, they understand things that other borrowers don't answer or don't understand. And so yeah. when I call them and I talk about, you know, your escrows or your principal and interest payment, they know what I'm talking about. So, not how you guys, yeah. yeah. So how do you guys, um, so you partner with a realtor. How, what do you do to get people there? How do you, how do you find the people to come? So um, the ones that I've done so far, the realtors, um, we've created a social media like uh, advertisement and they've really reached out. So, um, and blast it on Instagram or Facebook or all of it. Um, so I really, um, I have Haley in my office help create kind of a thing and I let them draw in the people. Um, so it's kind of like I'm providing a value, um, not only to the clients, but to the realtors. I'm right. letting them invite the people and I'm there to help them build their business as well. So it's just really a thing of value. And that's why I don't think when you do this type of stuff that you get shopped. Um, Cause I found the last one I did, I literally closed six out of six. Oh yeah. We just closed our last one. Oh, that's um, awesome. Purchase. Yeah. And so, um, 
you're right. They don't shop you. They trust you, but you're also taking time out to teach them something. And people love to be educated. If you can educate them about the process, it's a lot less hectic for them. It's a smoother transaction and they truly appreciate it. I mean, I'll sit down sometimes and do budgets with people um, and help them work out their budget and what they can afford, how much home they can afford. And we'll go over different ideas together. So they really appreciate that you're providing that to them. Well, and that that's such great information. First time home buyers are over 40% of the market. Like Crazy, huh? and I know. And sometimes I think people don't want to work with first time home buyers because they're thinking, oh, they're low loan amounts or they have poor credit. But what I found is my first time home buyers, like they may have some credit stuff that we have to fix. But other than that, like their income is usually really simple. They usually don't, you know, it's usually just like W2 salary income. Like they're some of the easiest loans once you get them, once you get them up and going. So and then yeah. they come back over and over and over again. Yeah, they do. And then they refer all their friends to you, which is yeah. great. Because typically the age um, of a first time home buyer, you know, is millennials and they, t- they show everything on social media. They talk a lot. So I've gotten so many referrals by, hey, I heard that they went to your first time home buyer class and you closed their loan. It was so easy. Can you help me too? Yeah. Um, because they're not afraid to share. They're not afraid to get out there and on your behalf. So it's basically free advertising for you. You could do one class and close one loan, but they're going to talk to every single one of their friends and family about you. Well, I know because they just trust you so much. Yeah. Like, So I have a little Instagram account. I call it uh, your mortgage mama. <laughs> you know what I mean? I that. That's how I feel like, I mean, I'm older, you know, I'm in my forties. And so I feel like these kids are like the same age as my kids. And like when you can nurture someone like that. So thank you for bringing that up. Cause I think that that is so so valuable. I think everybody should be doing some sort of first time home buyer marketing or seminar or something like that. That's so awesome. And it, it makes me enjoy what I do because you, you, when you get to work with first time home buyers and teach them this stuff, like it kind of gets you excited again in this industry, yeah. you know, because sometimes we just keep ours in our same lane, you know, and do the same thing over and over and over that it gets it. It gets me excited again, why I got in this business and why I truly love to help people. Yeah. Well, because they're so happy that you help them. Too, yeah. You know, like I just feel like there's a ton. I It's just it's such a good it's such a good field. So tell me a little bit about or just we, I mean, we're almost out of time, but I just want to talk about how you feel about being a woman in the mortgage industry. And um, I, I want you to talk about because there's so much out there about how we're always at a disadvantage when we're women. You know what I mean? But I think there's so many advantages to being a woman. So what are some of the advantages you think that we have as women in the industry? And, and just what are your feelings in general about that? I think we have more of an advantage than men, honestly. Um as women, you know, we're out there. We're out there at the PTA meetings, at the kids' birthday parties. We're taking our kids everywhere. If you have kids or you don't have kids, we're usually involved in women's groups or book clubs, even if you don't have children. So we're already out there with other women. And it is so easy to talk about what you do and show your passion to other people and build that trust. And And I have found that being a woman in this industry is actually not a disadvantage. I have more advantages over men who try and sell rate and everything. I say, I don't ever sell a mortgage. I never sell as a woman. I don't sell. I sit and I advise and I give them a mortgage and I walk them through the process. I don't ever sell any t- anything. And so I honestly feel that women have an advantage over men. I, you know, I, I just completely, I completely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's so cool to be, to be a woman in this industry. Cause I think we do, we just bring something different. I think we stand out. I just don't think that there, 
I mean, maybe like company hierarchy or whatever, there can be some disadvantages, but as far as going out and just building your own business, I think we're just really lucky to be females. Yeah. I mean, I went on my daughter's field trip the last time and her teachers um, said to me, Hey, your daughter said that um, you're the boss, like you own your own company. And that's how our conversation started out. And then I refinanced them. I mean, literally you have so many opportunities and women, you're out there doing so many different things all the time that it's easy to talk about what you love. Um, yeah. I tell people, make sure you brand yourself, you know, wear your shirt. If you're going on a field trip or if you're That's going really to, you know, and if you don't have kids sponsor local kids teams, you know, I do um, sponsor softball teams and stuff like that. Get involved in your community and you have fun while you're doing it. It's not like it's work. You're having a great time and you're helping out your community. That's so awesome. So um, before we go, I want you to share, I mean, you've shared lots and lots of tips, but like <laughs> if there was, if there was one thing that you really want women to know, like what, I mean, what would it be, whether it's business or personal or, I mean, whatever it is, what's the one thing that you just want to like shout from the rooftops at women <laughs> in this industry? You know, um, don't be afraid to try anything, do anything. You can juggle it all. You can juggle family, husbands, business. Um, and don't be afraid to try new things and, um, and talk to, I think the most important thing is network, network with other women, um, learn from them. I I'm constantly always talking to other people like Skylar. Um, I met her, like I said, talking to other people and learning how they do it. And you may not do it exactly like them, but you can implement maybe one little thing that they do into your daily routine. And I'm always constantly learning from other people. So network as much as you can talk that's to others. Awesome. Yeah, that's perfect. And I do think that that's like another little bit of an advantage that we have in the industry is that like women, we'd like to come together. You know, yeah. I mean, I just feel like that's why I started the Facebook or powerful mortgage women. Cause I just felt like there's so many things that we can learn from each other and it's natural for us to want to, to learn from each other and to want to build relationships with each other. And if you do that with other women in the industry, I mean, not only will you learn a ton and your business will grow, but you'll have so much fun. If I agree so much. <laughs> yeah. The women in this industry are just like, they're all like just strong and they've been through hard things. And I just have learned so much from, from getting to know other women. Lisa, thank you. Thank you thank so you. much for being willing to come on the, on the, uh, whatever this is that we do. This is a class. Right. We can crush Wednesday. I love it. <laughs> the women crush Wednesday. <laughs> I was going to say podcast, but I'm like, it's not a podcast. What is this thing that we're yeah. doing here? <laughs> you know, this video thing that we're on. <laughs> I know, right? So I, um, are you going to be, are you going to Irvine? I am. I'm going to be there. I'm excited. Okay. Well, I won't be in Irvine, but if you people are in Irvine, <laughs> then look out for Lisa and I will meet you at Fuse. Yes, I will be here. I'm excited. <laughs> Definitely come up to me and I'd love to talk to everyone. So for sure. Yeah. Reach out to Lisa, you guys. She's awesome. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Have a good Wednesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>